This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 187. Today, we just had such a great conversation talking about holding on and letting go so we can move into the future. Stay right there and listen. Welcome back to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. This is the only podcast that shows you how to leverage polarity intelligence, an essential competency for healthcare leaders and the missing logic in healthcare, so you can create healthy healing organizations and become a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable healthcare leader. We are your hosts, Tracy Christofferson and Michelle Troset. We've been best friends and colleagues for over 30 years. And during that time, we coached healthcare leaders across North America around how to create healthy healing organizations. Today, we coach healthcare leaders and leadership teams to live thriving, resilient, and balanced lives, combat burnout, and create the best places to give and receive care. This podcast is for the unsung hero of healthcare, the healthcare leader. We want you to know we see you and we'll be here for you each week. In this podcast, we're going to challenge healthcare's industry norms, flip limiting beliefs, and share proven strategies so you can be your best self at working at home, live and lead intentionally, and experience well-being and joy. We are glad you are here and look forward to sharing the journey with you. If you aren't totally convinced this podcast is for you, just listen to a few episodes and convince yourself. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. I'm Tracy. And I'm Michelle. So we're, great to be here. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. We're just trying to switch things up. You know, it's kind of aligns with the topic that we're talking about today, holding on and letting go. Holding on and letting go. Yeah. Wow, what a what a powerful metaphor that is. Holding on and letting go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a good visual for you if you are watching on the YouTube channel. And speaking of holding on and letting go, thank you to all our listeners who've been giving us feedback on um, you know, on the episodes that we've had mm-hmm. and what you're getting from that. And we certainly want to continue to talk about topics that are you're finding of value and uh, let go of some of the ones that you don't. Right. Give right? us give us some Give us some good feedback. Guidance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We really appreciate that. Well, speaking yeah. of guidance, we hope to give you some today. Yeah. We do. Mm-hmm. These are incredibly challenging times that you are facing, things you've never faced before if you're an evolving leader, so you've been in a leadership position for a while, or if you're an emerging leader, you're new at leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, there's things that that no one has taught you before that you have to learn now and you have to deal with. So. One thing, Tracy, and I know for sure is leadership is a journey. Oh, it yes. is a journey. It's quite a journey. It is quite a journey. Ups and downs and twists and turns. Yeah. And when we face, you know, new experiences in times like these, we tend to step back and lean into what we've learned in the past and uh, really use those to help us lead. And because there's no blueprint or manual on how to lead during these times, you know, we just are forging ahead. Yeah. With what we know. With what we know. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, I think it's all, it's awesome to step back and think about, okay, what have I experienced? How can I lean into my past? What's got me here to this point today? Um, And that can be very supportive, but in some regards, it can also hold you back a bit uh, because that's a comfort zone, right? That can become your comfort zone and um, who you've been in the past and what, 
you know, who you became to get where you are today isn't necessarily who you need to be going into the future. And new challenges actually call us to be more of a leader than we've ever been. And so sometimes uh, if we hang on too tightly to what we've known, we miss the opportunity to fully step in to all of who we can be going forward. And um, it's a fine balance between letting go, you know, holding on and letting go. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you need new ways of being, new ways, new perspectives, new ways of seeing things to kind of open your mind uh, and uh, prepare you to go beyond that comfort zone, to step out, right, into a new identity um, and uh, be that person now that you need to be, right, to lead the way that you want to lead. And so, um, you know, it, understanding your identity at this time is crucial uh, because you won't, as our coach Jim Fortin says, you won't outperform your identity. So whatever you see yourself capable of do, being, right, whether that's being bold, being confident, being commanding, whatever it might be for you, you got to step into that and actually be it now. So, um, so you can do the things that you need to do to have that kind of effect as a leader that you really want to have. And it requires some, you know, connection to that identity, to understanding what it is you need to embrace to step forward. That's a mindful choice. Um, and that's a pillar in our dynamic balance effect framework. And then also being personally aligned with the essence of who you are. So it can't be, the identity can't be so far off from the essence of who you naturally are, right, as a person, but you want it to stretch you, to take you to the next level, but you want that alignment, that personal yeah. alignment. And that's another pillar in our dynamic balance effect framework that we leverage when we work with um, leaders to become thriving, resilient, unstoppable leaders. Right. So, you know, it's not about having a whole personality transplant. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what we're talking about here. Sometimes we may want one, but yeah. <laughs> that's not what this episode's no, about. <laughs> no, this episode is really understanding that what has shaped us into leaders today can give us insights into what our challenges are in becoming who we want to be. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're um, like any of the tormented leaders that we've been talking to lately, um, each week, right? You're trying to do it all yourself. You're not seeking support. You uh, tend to say yes to all, you know, all requests. So 80% of the time you're the yes person, uh, at least 80, if not a hundred percent, and you're neglecting your personal life. So you can focus on the professional side of your life so you can be successful. And this results in two or more times a week, you question whether you deserve the role you have because of these things, right? And you're considering quitting at least once a week. Just maybe it's a good time to throw in the towel. And you daily settle uh, for a life that you aren't enjoying or you really want anymore um, and that you're, you're just getting the leftovers because that's what you have left because you're settling. Yeah. Well, you're giving everything Give to work and you got what's left over for your personal life, right? right? So, so we get it and we understand. We've been there. We've done that ourselves. Um, and you're leveraging what you know and doing the very best that you can. And, and that's okay, right? So it's just recognizing that, that now may be a time 
uh, to leverage this tension, this ongoing tension between, you know, honoring who you've been in the past and what's gotten you to where you are. And at the same time, letting go of what may not serve you as you move forward in your leadership role. So you can really step into being that leader that you want to be. I mean, we talk to leaders every week, right? Mm -hmm. They just want to be the best leader they can be. They want to have a positive outcome, make a positive difference. And you can do that when you leverage this tension, uh, getting the best of what's gotten you here and stepping out and becoming that next that next leader, designing the future that yes. you want rather than settling for the present that you have. And to do that, you have to have a plan and a way to get there. So one of the most powerful tools that Tracy and I have used over the years is reflection. And one of the things we've noticed a lot since the pandemic hit, and we've been working with leaders, it's it's something they don't do very often. You don't take time out to reflect. There's a lot of benefits from reflecting on your journey as a leader, like how you started, what's happened through the years or through the months or maybe through the weeks, as if it's only been a few weeks. <laughs> that be. It could be. Um, and there's a lot of benefits. You can gain insights into who you are today and how you show up today when you when you reflect back. Uh, it can deepen the relationship with yourself when you really stop and you look at the things to really celebrate where you had a lot of growth or some of your challenges and really appreciate yourself in the journey that you've been on. And it also can provide opportunity to engage in a self-dialogue and increase your self-awareness of you as a leader and the journey that you've been on. And one of the tools that we use with our our um, clients and our coaching programs, it's called the stepping stone. So kind of like look at your life as I've gone from this stepping stone to the next, to the next, to the next. And, you know, we don't have it all in front of us in the beginning. Life's a journey. Like we said, leadership's a journey. And you just start taking one step after the next, after the next. And some things are planned and some things are totally unplanned. And this really helps to reflect on your milestones on your leadership journey. And... um and there's a series of questions that we ask leaders to do to really reflect on their positive milestones and their challenging milestones. And we're going to share a couple of ours milestone stepping stones with you today on the podcast. So Tracy, yeah. why don't you share yours first? Sure. Yeah. So I think, you know, um, there are different pivotal moments in your life. And when you're doing the stepping stone exercise, it kind of helps those come to the forefront, yes. I think. And so for me, as a respiratory therapist working in the hospital, you know, I was um, I was a, a, a lead clinician uh, in the organization, very strong in my clinical practice, um, and recognized that I needed to work with others more collaboratively. Like I couldn't do everything myself, right? And I was beginning to have this awareness of interprofessional practice, how important it was. I was invited to participate in expanding a professional practice framework to be more interprofessional. And it wasn't until I engaged in that work that I actually could start to see myself uh, outside of my role and began to learn what it was to really lead in a whole different way, to lead an initiative across an organization, lead an initiative across multiple organizations across the whole country. Um, I learned in that framework, I learned about 
you know, relationships and how to be in a partnering relationship. I learned how to have meaningful conversations, the importance of our words, the importance of intention and the relationships. There were so many skills that I gained in that experience that it transformed me not only as a clinician and as a leader, but as a person. Um, so that was just like a pivotal time. And that was nothing I had planned. It just showed up before me, right? Because I was in the right place in an organization mm-hmm. with a phenomenal leader um, that became my mentor. And so that was a, a key pivotal moment. And those are things that I hang on to, right? They're the things that mean, mean a lot to me. The other, um, probably another milestone, more, most recent milestone is my PhD journey. Now that, that was a seven-year journey. And that was probably one of the most challenging things I'll ever do in my life. And I think... Most people say that. That's why not many people have that terminal degree of a PhD because it is quite the passage that you go through. Um, But early on in my journey, I had some really significant challenges with the committee that I was working with and what I was trying to do. And I was trying to do a study that was all about polarities in interprofessional care. But I I, um, was trying to do something that had never been done before. It was a a very large project for a novice, um, you know, for a novice like me who's trying to learn how to do research. And I had a committee who really wasn't, didn't know how to guide me well. And it just ended up in a lot of turmoil, um, a lot of uh, significant challenge. And in the process Um, having to start all over, having to have a new committee. There was a lot of things I had to let go of. I had to let go of my desire to have that be my study. I had to choose a whole different topic. I had to let go of um, the outcome of where all that was going to land, right? And I had to trust in the journey. Um, And so that was, you know, it was a pivotal time to go or no go, really. Do I finish or do I stop? You know, is this worth the investment. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of letting go to trust that, yes, continue to go and see where this is going to take you. And, and uh, so that was a big, big milestone on my map. That's right. That was a big <laughs> rock that Huge. she stepped on and stayed on for oh, seven years. Seven years. Yeah. We're still celebrating her jumping off. (laughs) Yes. Well, my stepping stones, I have, like many of you, have several milestones. But when I think about holding on and just growing uh, uh, milestone, I think about um, Tracy and I worked together at the same organization, had the same mentor. And I had the opportunity to lead that work within a healthcare hospital, the whole hospital. And then in 2001, was tapped to lead it on a national level. And so I did that. And um, what I remember and why it sticks out to me so vividly in my mind is that happened in March 2001. And I had taken a week off between leaving the hospital and joining a resource center to grow this work. And my husband and I went out to breakfast. We went to our favorite place, Denny's. <laughs> At the time. <laughs> At the time. <laughs> but we were walking outside of Denny's and I looked over to the left and you know how they used to have, Tracy, all those newspaper stands? Oh, yeah. I remember newspapers. Remember newspapers, <laughs> you know? And I looked over and on the USA Today, there was this big headline, U.S. health system broken. And I just stopped in my tracks and I looked at my husband. I just demanded, give me 50 cents. <laughs> And I got the newspaper out 
And it was the announcement of the Institute of Medicine, or IOM report at the time, Crossing the Quality Chasm. And uh, it was a landmark report. And when I read it, I just had this sense that this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's to really take this work to a bigger level. And so much growth happened uh, with that professional framework through those years. And that was just a significant milestone in my life to step into a bigger space and grow what really, really mattered to me. And then I would say the challenging time after 16 years of doing that work, um, I was getting ready to become the president of the National Academies of Practice. And it became clear that the work I was doing and growing this framework over the years, um, it had shifted and morphed through different uh, organizational changes. And I was getting away from my core of what I loved and what I was so passionate about with it in the first place. So I had to make a choice of where I was going to do. And I had to make a choice to let go of that work, to serve my ultimate best to the National Academies of Practice and prepare for a future that Tracy and I had been legacy planning for. And so that was a really interesting time. It was a time of excitement, but it was definitely a time of just letting go of what I had known for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And it actually then that helped that leap to help plant the seeds for what we're doing today. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, it was our life's work. Yeah. It was our passion and our, yeah. we were 100% committed to it. Yeah. So yeah, it's a big change to let go of that. Yeah. And to trust, trust that you can move, take the best of that and move into the future. Mm -hmm. yep. So you have a couple opportunities when you do this kind of a reflection and really thinking about What's going to serve me in the future? And what do I need to just let go of? Um, one is to celebrate how far you've come. Woo! And, uh, you know, and what you've learned in the process. And then, um, and that's through the positive experiences as well as the most challenging experiences, right? And then letting go of anything that may be actually holding you back or influencing how you're seeing your potential future, right? And that can be your invisible fence. It can be the thing that if you're basing your future on your past, you can be actually limiting your future. So that can be that invisible fence that you're not going to go beyond when there's so much opportunity yeah. and so much potential there for you. Um, so it's kind of like, what's the next level of you? What are, what are you being called to do? And, um, and being, you know, having that, um, that awareness uh, to step into that, right. To, to move forward, um, and to leave that safety net or that comfort zone, because this is what I've always known, uh, or this is what I feel I am to open yourself up, to be something different. Yeah. And then you can, even when you open yourself up and you move forward, you can hang on to the things that are most important to you, the things that shaped you. Right. So for us, mm -hmm. it's really what we learned about, um, the work that we did and it helped it helped morph into what we're doing today. It helped mm -hmm. create polarity intelligence and uh, helping leaders with a polarity mindset and deepening healthy relationships and using meaningful dialogue and most importantly, staying aligned to what matters most. Um, 
you can do that as you transition, as you move on your journey. And then you can let go of those things that are going to hold you back, right? You can let go of the leadership norms and believing that this is my only choice. If I just work hard, I'll, I'll see the success that I want and sacrifice is what leaders do. And it's okay. I have a lack of balance in my life. Um, those are all things that can, you know, go away. Yeah. Well, that's what we did. Yes. That's what we've done is those are the things <laughs> that we let go of, right? We, we were living in those norms for yes. many, many years, working really hard, sacrificing, you know, on the road every week and weekends working. And, and we had to let go of those norms in order to create a balanced life, in order to stay aligned to where we were headed. So that's actually what we did. And you can do that too. And it's really about this, uh, you know, the dynamic balance effect, the most effect, that's the most effective way to step into your future self, to reflect on what to let go of and what to move towards um, and design the life you want, not settle for the life you have, but really design the life you want and be that person who's living that life today, right? And that takes mindful choices. So again, shifting those limiting beliefs, or the stories that you have about who you are, who you can be. Um, I really kind of embodying the characteristics of that person that's living that life that you want. It is possible um, when you be it first, right? Then you'll do the things to get what you want um, and align with your values and the things that matter most. And then, you know, those are all the mindful choices. And then when it comes to personal alignment, this is really about creating that vision for your future. So not being afraid to see yourself in a whole different way um, that's, that's not hampered by your past or anything that's occurred in the past um, and living on purpose. So again, to Michelle's point, right? Make the choices based on the values, make the choices based on your purpose and the rest will come. The hows, the whats mm -hmm. will show up in your life when you're living that way, right? You'll attract those things to you and then ultimately leveraging your strengths. And so when you can make choices, even when you're, even when you feel like you have an invisible, you know, fence around you or you're in your comfort zone, when you can lean into your strengths stay aligned with your strengths, right? Then moving on and moving beyond can be easier. Yeah. Because you know what your strengths are and you know that you can leverage the strengths of other people uh, too. So, you know, oftentimes when we're taking the leap, Michelle and I were not entrepreneurs, right? Like <laughs> we never run a business before. And so that was a big leap for us. We had to lean into our strengths. We had to lean into the principles, the values, the things that matter most to us and just keep moving forward and keep stepping up that next level. Yeah. Right. And we're kind of next level in ourself every next day. Next level. Next level. <laughs> every day. Every day. Well, and here's the thing. I think we asked ourselves, what happens if we don't do this? Right. Yeah. What happens if we just stay the course when we just knew that's not, that's not, that wasn't our vision. So you have to really ask yourself, you know, what's going to, what's it going to cost you not to reflect on your experiences and let go of those elements from the past that are not serving you as a leader today, right? Yeah. And where will you be six months or a year from now? And more than likely, you're still going to be in your comfort zone. You're still going to be putting up with the things you're put up with today. You're still going to have that invisible fence around you, uh, but with more anxiety, and a lack of skills to address the current circumstances. And you're really abdicating your personal power. That's what you're doing and your ability, your ability to choose because you can choose and struggling with family relationships and maybe even barely surviving. 
Yeah, because that's what you're doing now. Yeah. And it's not going to get easier. Nope. That's just going to continue to pile up, right, and get worse. And so imagine what it would be like if you um, take the time today to do that reflection, to kind of map the milestones of your leadership career, to really look at what is the most valuable in that journey and what is time to let go of and think about where your future's going and what that can possibly look like, like making a positive difference at work and at home, living the life that you desire, right? And being that leader that you want to be, having an impact maybe in a whole different way than what you anticipate today, but being open to that and starting to step into those um, those characteristics, right? You did it when you became a leader the first time. You were living as a leader, maybe not in a formal position, but you were being an informal leader and embracing mm-hmm. characteristics of leadership um, that somebody recognized in you. And then as you um, took the steps, right, that that leader kind of leader would take, then you had the different positions that you have evolved into now. If you are an evol- you know, a leader that's been I'm going for, you know, been a leader for a long time. Or if you're an emerging leader, somebody's seeing this in you. They're seeing your potential. They're seeing that you you are that person. You are that leader. And so just keep that, just keep that journey going, right? Keep that, keep that moving. And I think for me, um, you know, there were times where I didn't even see myself in the places that I've been. <laughs> you know, I mean, I I, I started out in business, then I became a respiratory therapist. Right? I never even saw that for myself. But, you know, I could see that I could embrace the characteristics of a clinician, right? That I had that in me. And so I did that, right? And I went through that process and became a very strong clinician. And then, you know, uh, again, this opportunity in the hospital mm-hmm. opened up. I never see myself as a facilitator, a speaker, being on a stage across the, the world. I've been an international speaker. It was never in my in my mind to do that. But at each opportunity, I stepped up, I embraced some different characteristics and I just took the next step and the next step and the next step. Right now I own my own business. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think it's just that, you know, you, get, you stay aligned with these things that we've talked about today and then just keep open to the possibilities and keep growing and evolving and stepping into those new characteristics and let what is yours come to you. Let those opportunities come to you and embrace them when they do. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, Tracy already spoke to it, but I think us taking the entrepreneurial leap was huge. And I think going back to our mentor, I think we watched someone do it very successfully. And we also recognize it's years later, there's new opportunities, there's new ways of doing business. Uh, We love being innovative. We know our work is really important. We're very passionate about it. We're very passionate to helping other leaders like you learn from what we've learned and learning with you and about you is very important. Um, And it's been a journey. I mean, it has been a phenomenal journey. We have learned a lot. We've had some woohoo, big, happy milestones, and we've had some challenging milestones. And that's, that's what... That's just the next step of our journey. And we're always up-leveling. Who do we need to be next? Who do we need to be next? Yeah. And we've had great coaches and great mentors in our lives that have helped us with those next steps, right? And we've been open to what we needed to learn to take that next leap, right? So that's all a part of the journey too. And sometimes it seems pretty, you know, challenging to do that on your own. So when you have a support group or you have a good coach or you have a mentor that can help you see what you don't see in yourself, maybe, you know, um, then it makes it a little bit easier. And we we challenge each other. Like, is this something we did before that we don't have to do anymore? (laughs) Yeah. 
Is this something we should let go of yeah. as we grow? So it happens all the time. Good habits and bad habits. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for being here for another Healthcare's <laughs> Missing Logic podcast. We really appreciate our listeners. Leave us a review on your favorite podcast channel and tell us, you know, what you're getting out of the show here, yeah. right? Like what's your biggest takeaway from the podcast? You can email uh, Michelle at Michelle at MissingLogic.com. Just Drop us a note and let us know what you got from the episode. And uh, until next time, stay safe and stay healthy. We'll see you soon. We'll see you. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, now a top-rated podcast for healthcare leaders. Please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit. We are certain that if you found value in it, they will too. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.